News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Judges yesterday expressed scepticism as lawyers for Donald Trump presented a landmark case that ex-presidents should get immunity from criminal prosecution. And Larry Donnelly, law lecturer at the University of Galway and columnist with the journal, joins us. Larry, will you just briefly, first of all, outline the background of what's going on currently in this case? Sure. This is in connection with the prosecution of Donald Trump for the events of January 6th. And among the defenses that Trump's lawyers have raised is that uh, he is immune from uh, conduct uh, as as president. Uh, traditionally, American presidents uh, have been immune from criminal prosecution because uh, the remedy against them is seen to be uh, impeachment. Now, the limits of that particular, uh, I suppose, line of thinking haven't really been stretched to their fullest dimension, uh, but now they are. And I think some of the questioning, as you indicate, from the appellate court judges uh, demonstrates how tenuous a legal argument that is uh, from Trump's team. Uh, one of the judges said, look, by this uh, argument, uh, you could, a president of the United States could have a Navy SEAL team execute a political opponent uh, and then subsequently uh, escape uh, criminal prosecution thereafter. Uh, Trump's lawyer said, uh, yes, conditionally, uh, there could be a prosecution, but it would have to be after both uh, an impeachment and a conviction by the United States Senate. Uh, notably, uh, Donald Trump was impeached twice, but never convicted uh, by the United States Senate. So what the, the, the Trump team's argument here would open the door to uh, is a U.S. president you know, ordering the execution, then resigning, and then because yeah. he wasn't impeached and convicted, then escaping prosecution. So it's a very weak legal argument. So basically they're saying that you could act in a criminal fashion with impunity barring impeachment and if you resign of course you can't be impeached so so you have a kind of a get out of jail card is is that the logic here yeah and i and i think that fundamental flaw in the argument uh was i think you know revealed yesterday by it through questioning so i would expect okay. uh, the appeals court to rule against uh donald trump's well, that, argument. that was what i was going to ask so, so so larry you would expect that that this isn't going this isn't going to hold up and that they are not going to side with trump on this one no, but I do expect that Donald Trump's team will, in all likelihood, in an effort to you know, elongate these proceedings, uh, appeal this uh, decision one way or another. And is that for political reasons, in order to drag this process out? Is, it, is this because, obviously, Donald Trump is miles ahead of his, his nearest rival for the, for the Republican nomination? So, so is this a strategic sort of a, a, a legal process, do you think? Yeah, and it, I mean, it's in keeping with Trump's strategy always in litigation, which is to obfuscate, delay, deny, and, and push things off for as long uh, as is possible. Uh, you know, for some, this will also allow Trump to paint himself again uh, as a martyr, somebody who Democrats are trying to, to undo uh, in the courts uh, because they fear him politically. Yeah. But yeah, it is ultimately all about politics. That, that he is being persecuted. Interestingly, for a man who's claiming to be persecuted, he has threatened to, to take legal action against Joe Joe Biden, should he become president again himself? Yeah, I think almost in one way, looking at that, uh, Trump is trying to illustrate, trying to amplify his lawyers' legal arguments. They're saying, look, this is opening a Pandora's box in which presidents could be, prose could be prosecuted criminally for all sorts of things. So Trump, presumably, if he gets into office, uh, would instruct his Justice Department to go after Joe Biden for uh, what he would see as malfeasance 
uh, on America's southern border. So it's almost like he's trying to say, uh, you know, look, look how strong my lawyer's arguments are, because uh, I'm going to do this to Biden. And for, you know, forever and a day now, former presidents are going to be subject to criminal prosecution for what they did while president. I know you and I have discussed this before, Larry, but we are in extraordinary times to some extent in, in American politics. Is it possible to even see how this will all pan out? I mean, if if Trump gets to the ballot paper for the presidential election, he is at, at a, a, a significant likelihood of, of winning and beating Joe Biden. Is, isn't, isn't that the case? It is. You'd have to say it is. And, and I should say I do think he'll be on the ballot paper paper because I think that that legal argument to remove him is equally tenuous as the one being offered uh, by Donald Trump's side. So I do think uh, he will be on the ballot paper. Uh, Now, it should be said we are seeing some movement towards Nikki Haley in the Republican primary. It probably won't be enough. But we are seeing some movement, so I would uh, watch that that space. Uh, but yes, I mean, in all likelihood, Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. Uh, and, you know, look, as we've talked about before, Kerry, it's looking like a very uninspiring rematch between these yeah. two individuals. But Joe Biden's probably his strongest argument is, look, this guy is dangerous. And as much as you have doubts about me, the prospect of a second Donald Trump term freed from any political constraint whatsoever uh, is a frightening one. And that is a powerful argument that I think will resonate. It certainly is. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Larry Donnelly there, law lecturer at the University of Galway and columnist with The Journal. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.